Pretty Dece, Pretty Dece, here we go. Facebook.com slash Pretty Show. It's time to geek out with Josh, your host. What's up, everybody? I'm Josh Meek, the Uber Geek. Welcome to Pretty Dece. Let's kick things off by talking about a new indie game that's coming out next year. It's being, it's being developed by some uh, indie game heavy hitters. So five in- indie developers have come together. The creators of Spelunky, Downwell, Time Barons, Scorpulac, and Madhouse. So if you've played any of those games, their developers are now working together, forming this dream team of developers. They're developing a game called UFO 50. And UFO 50 has a really, really cool concept to it. It is 50 separate games, completely separate games, and they're all 8-bit. They all kind of have the 8-bit aesthetic, a 32-color palette to them. And the story to UFO 50 is that uh, all the games were created by this uh, fictional 80s company that was kind of ahead of its time. So all the games have this kind of cohesive look to them. They all do look like they would maybe have come out of the same large video game development company. But in reality, each of these games is concepted by one of the five developers and then worked on by all of them kind of in turn. They all kind of took turns on on art and stuff. So the different games in the UFO 50 collection, there's a trailer out right now, are vast and varied. There are platformers, there are shoot-em-ups or shmups, there are puzzle games, there are RPGs, like there's very clearly like Zelda-inspired RPGs in this. There are adventure games, things that like show you like a scene and clearly you can kind of move a fake mouse around and click on things and it looks like maybe interfaces for like using one thing with another. Um, There are very clearly strategy games that look very like Fire Emblem-esque, for example. Uh, Tons and tons of games, clearly inspired by lots and lots of different retro games. Interesting takes on stuff. Very, very excited about that. They, they they have an FAQ on their website, and they say that all the titles are slightly smaller than commercial 8-bit titles from the 80s, but they emphasize that every game in, in the collection is a full game. It's not a mini-game. It's not a micro-game. And playing through every game in the entire 50-game collection could take you over 100 hours. So, like, th- there's some considerable depth to these games. Um, it's sort of being billed as this kind of like, you know, collection, like when Capcom puts out like, hey, look, here are all these Mega Man games, kind of like that, except for a company that never existed. (laughs) So it's got this weird, like, like canon around it, uh, for something that they're just making up, which I think is really neat. I really hope they go a long ways with that and take that to a place where, while you're not playing the games, maybe you're, like, seeing news stories from the company as it was created. Or maybe you're, like, maybe you're, like, walking down, like, a hallway or something and, like, like going into, like, museum doors or something to start a game. Like, I hope there's a little bit more around the framework of it to give you more of a sense of time and place in their kind of made-up company uh, that, that produced games in the 80s. I think that sounds really cool. Uh, about a third of the games, they say, will have some form of multiplayer, uh, if that's a co-op or, or competitive, it depends on the game. So you'll be able to play a lot of these games with a lot of other people. Um, they're going to come out on PC next year, then moving on to other platforms, and uh, this seems awesome. If you've played Spelunky, you know, put any time into that, you know that that, that man can make a very solid feeling, very modern 
retro looking video game so you know his hand there down well as well like that is a game that is it's not even barely 8-bit looking it's 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 even less than that it is you know essentially monochromatic it uses maybe three colors depending on on what style you have set but the gameplay in Downwell is crazy. Like you could play that game for hundreds and hundreds of hours and, and still not be tired of it. Um, so we really have some people who know how to how to make something within that retro aesthetic and and modernize it. So like uh, them applying that concept to 50 different games has me very excited. So I, I can't wait until next year to get my hands on UFO 50. Uh, and I would love to hear your thoughts. If you have the Anchor app, press the call-in button in the Anchor app there. Call in and let me know your thoughts. And if you're listening to the show via any other means, podcast, uh, then download the Anchor app and then you can call in and join this conversation. But UFO 50 looks pretty great to me. Maybe you've heard of a little film called Deadpool 2. The first one was pretty popular. People kind of liked it. Uh, Of course, that's the Marvel Comics movie starring Deadpool, the crazy, literally insane, breaks the fourth wall, Merc with a mouth, played by Ryan Reynolds. Of course, everyone loves Ryan Reynolds. We are gearing up for the second movie. Filming is happening, of course. We've we've seen a little bit of teaser images and teaser footage here and there. Uh, we got a view of Domino at some point last week. Uh, we got our first promo image of the the uh, mercenary Domino as she will appear in Deadpool 2. And today, I'm, I'm very excited about this. We get our first view of Cable as he will appear in Deadpool 2. Cable is being played by Josh Brolin, who of course is the go-to Hollywood man when you need a tough-looking dude. Uh, Josh Brolin will step up to the plate. We got two images of Josh Brolin as Cable. Uh, One tweeted out by Ryan Reynolds himself and uh it's awesome we 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 get the 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 crew cut we get the scars over the eyes just as you would expect from cable we get the um kind of like robot laser eye sort of a thing he's wearing his full military gear and the other image we get uh comes from rob liefeld who is the creator of cable the character and we get a little bit bigger of a view of Cable, so we get to see his his robot metal arm, we get to see the giant gun that he's carrying, we get to see just how decked out in just, just the armory, basically, that he's wearing, and he looks like just prime, just, just prime Cable. I just, I really love everything they've put together for this character. It is it is pretty true to the comics, but but just looks great. Looks really, really great. If you don't know who Cable is or why he would be appearing in a Deadpool movie, well, it's complicated. Let me just say that. <laughs> so Cable, uh, as I said, was created by Rob Liefeld. And uh, Cable, Cable in the comics, after he was introduced, formed the X-Force. The X-Force being a uh, kind of more militaristic version of the X-Men. So in in the height of X-Men popularity, uh, X-Force was a spinoff team. Cable uh, started the team and, and, and led the team, the X-Force team. 
and Cable from a character design, as I said, was created by Rob Liefeld. If you know anything about Rob, he he's quintessential 90s comic book talent. So Cable is quintessential 90s. He has pouches all over his uniform. He has gigantic guns. He's all about, you know, extreme. That's Cable. So from like uh, from a modern perspective, Cable maybe is kind of weird. <laughs> Cable maybe isn't the design you come up with now, but I have a lot of fondness in my heart for Cable and from growing up on, on reading Cable comics. Uh, we find out after Cable is introduced that Cable is a time traveler from the future. Come back into our time. And then later we find out that not only is he a time traveler from the future, he is the son of Scott Summers and sort of Jean Grey. And I say sort of because he's the son of a clone of Jean Grey. Yes, comic books get weird, people. So the he's, he's from the future. He comes back. He leads the X-Force. How does he get wrapped up with Deadpool? That's the next question. And he gets wrapped up with Deadpool because for 50 issues, Marvel ran a very successful comic, which was kind of the, the starting point for Deadpool even being like a popular thing. That was a comic called Cable and Deadpool. They took the, the, the comedy, fourth wall breaking absurdity of Deadpool and paired him with the extremely straight shooter, pun intended, that is Cable. Cable was the guy who was no nonsense and he was the perfect foil to Deadpool. And, and, and the two of them made for a great team and it made for a really great comic. And we got to see them bounce off each other, try to work together, be at odds, depending on where you were at in the series. And it was really great. Like I said, it ran for 50 issues and it was really the starting point for Deadpool mania. Um, when, when, what, when it felt like the entire world was into Deadpool, Cable and Deadpool the series is where all that started. Then, of course, Deadpool spun off into his own series and his own mini-series and, you know, his own now his own movie series. Many, many different things. But Cable is, is instrumental in the essentially the creation of the, the popularity of Deadpool. So it's really exciting to see Cable now in these movies. Uh, if you haven't seen the Deadpool image, please go seek it out. It's very cool. And if you have the Anchor app, I would love to hear your thoughts on this look of Cable. I am the law. Hopefully you recognize that voice as Judge Dredd, specifically Carl Urban as Judge Dredd. He starred in the 2012 Dredd remake film based on the comic series. Of course, we've had other iterations of Dredge Dread over the years. Of course, we have the Stallone Dread movie. Uh, but for me, the quintessential Dread is Carl Urban's 2012 film. It is basically as close as you can get to a perfect Dread movie. It's everything you want in Judge Dread. You have the mega city. You've got um, Dread saying, I am the law. <laughs> You've got the fact that it seems like this big crazy thing he goes through. And then at the end of the movie, it's as if it's just another day in the life. It's everything great about Judge Dread is featured in the movie Dread. So I'm really excited about, you know, Carl Urban in general as Judge Dredd, and I really wanted Dredd to get a sequel. It didn't do that well in theaters, but, you know, it has a, a kind of a cult following now, and talks of a sequel to the Dredd movie have kind of dried up, but we are getting talks now of a TV show. So a TV show is in the works. Uh, we are going to get some iteration of Judge Dredd on television is what it looks like right now. And we got news just recently that Carl Urban is in talks to play Dredd in the Judge Dredd TV show. So I'm ecstatic at that news. 
Um, so Carl Urban says, I am in discussion with them about that, that being starring in the movie. I told them, told them that if they write the material and give Dredd something to do and give him a function, I will be there. I would love to. And again, he, he iterates that this is just talks. His return is dependent on them, that them doing Judge Dredd justice, basically. So he's not going to sign on for anything. He's going to kind of review it first, essentially. And the show isn't going to be a direct continuation of the Judge Dredd world we saw in the movie. It'll be, you know, a slightly different spin on it, obviously. But Carl Urban knows Dredd. <laughs> he is a fantastic Judge Dredd. So getting another taste of him in that role for the Judge Dredd TV show seems like a solid move to me. I'm very excited. The TV show in and of itself does sound, it sounds a little bit like Law and Order or any other cop show, except all the cops are judges. So it's going to be kind of an ensemble cast. Dread will be one of the many judges that are going to be focused, that the show is going to focus on. And of course, they're in very early stages. They're at a point where they can't even uh, give Carl Urban a taste of what the movie will be like in order to get him to say, say yes or no. So we're super early on the development of the TV show. But fingers crossed out there, all goes well. We might see Carl Urban as Judge Dredd once again. 